Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So we're looking at tech in the continent this afternoon. Dr. Sumari Root is a Silicon Cape co-chairperson on the line with us, talking about what is happening in South Africa with regards to 4 technology and innovation. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Root. Good afternoon, Pamela. Thank you so much for having us with you today. It's great to be here. So Silicon Cape, well, of course, many people know about Silicon Valley. Let, let's just give a perspective to what is happening in the Silicon Cape area. So really, it has been, it's now almost 11 years since Silicon Cape was established as an organization. And Pimela, we found ourselves here, you know, at the precipice of our 10th anniversary, which was last year, with Cape Town now being considered Africa's tech hub. So, you know, over the past 18 months, we've repeatedly seen Cape Town and really the bigger Cape region being ranked as a top a technology innovation hub, you know, not only in emerging markets, but also obtaining recognition at a global level that, you know, we need to start taking uh, the region really seriously at a global innovation level. And that means we need to start taking South Africa seriously and other African cities too. So it's really a very exciting time for us. It is, but with some some little setbacks. I mean, the founders of Silicon Cape um, all too knew all too well that you know it, it does take innovation, but it also takes funding. You know, these these yeah. young minds, bright minds, also need a bit of, of 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 support and a little bit of help. And that is where I think um, there is a difference between what we are trying to achieve and perhaps maybe in in the US where there is a lot of money thrown at these tech hubs. Why are we taking so long to put money in technology in this country? You know, Pamela, I don't actually think that there's such a shortage of money across the board. Mm -hmm. Personally, what we're seeing in in the funding space is that there is a lot of money available for later stage deals. So just for our listeners, what that means is that means that there's funding available that for companies that have already been established yeah. and have been running maybe for a couple of years and have a number of employees. So, so not so necessarily short- startups, you know, sort exactly. of those who are established. Yeah. So what we're seeing is the shortage in the funding space is actually in what is called early stage. Mm. That is typically mm. for startups who, you know, you've just moved on from having your idea and maybe you've got a prototype. Mm-hmm. You may not even have customers on board yet or what mm-hmm. we call, you know, you may be pre-revenue, so mm-hmm. you're not earning money mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. That's really where the shortage is. Why um, is that? Because that that's exactly mm. it. There is a distinction between where we're willing to put money in this country and where others put money. So at that very crucial place where, yes, you've got proof of concept, but you don't really have the money to go to market, and that's actually generally where people need the money. Why can't we support that? I know. I, I, I'm so with you on this. And, it, you know, it's one of the biggest things that Silicon Cape is also advocating for is a recognition that there is this gap of what we call true early stage funding in this country mm. and is a vital part of the funding life cycle. Mm, mm. I mean, if you think about it, we're sitting with one of the highest unemployment rates we've seen in a very long time, mm. specifically also from a youth unemployment perspective. And these are exactly the type of young, aspiring entrepreneurs who need funding at an early stage. They may not potentially have access to other forms of funding, such as angels, and really need, you know, nationally visible mechanisms to to support them. And then, I mean, Camilla, we have to add the other aspects of support that, you know, there's also a huge non-financial 
yeah. support that's yeah. needed here. And that's mentorship and yes. guidance yeah. and all of that. So, you know, we can't speak about it without also mentioning that. And, and, and what's the problem there? Why, why are we not getting enough people doing that kind of work on the ground? You know, I think there are amazing people doing amazing things here. Um, it's not that there's a shortage. What I actually think is there's a lack of visibility in terms of it coming together as a collective, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we constantly at Silicon Cat every week get hundreds of offers to, to help in terms of mentorship, um, you know, in specific aspects of building a business. And um, we then obviously connect those, those individuals with startups. Um, but, you know, if you're not part of, for example, a Silicon Cap network, then it might be much harder for you mm. to find that type of support. And mm. also at a national level, you know, there's not that much visibility in terms of really what are um, the available resources to startups or aspiring startups. So let's talk about the brighter side of things. You know, <laughs> what is happening? What are these young people, maybe not so young, but what are these innovators doing at the Silicon Cape? You know, the, the key word for me there really is disruption. Mm. And, I mean, to me, it talks about the bigger movement that's happening in Africa right now. You know, and, and to me, at its essence, what is happening is that Africa is brace, embracing this technological revolution and disruption in a way that really sets us apart from other continents. You know, and I think what actually marks out this digital revolution in Africa is not the tech that underpins it, mm-hmm. but more so the growing affordability accessibility, you know, and largely untapped demand that have made these advances as rapid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you ask what these young startups are doing, but, you know, I would say to you, what are they not doing? You know, we have everything from blockchain startups to artificial intelligence startups, 3D printing, drones. You know, it's... It is really exciting to see what the what these startups are busy doing. Mm. Uh, you know, you spoke about affordability, and I think that's just one of the things that that that's, that really separates us from from the others. For instance, Silicon Valley, where we have an audience or a market where price is a factor, and and there are many other things that we need to consider for this customer, for this end user, that they don't necessarily have to worry about. Well, you availability know, I can of data certainly- and so on agree with you on that. So typically what we say here in, in Silicon Cape is that in, in Africa, we innovate for need. Mm. And in other markets outside of the continent, they innovate for greed. And mm. we don't mean that badly, but, but what we're trying to say there is there in most other markets, it's purely for profit mm. motives. Whereas over here, it's really driven by what we call people, planet, profit, purpose. Mm right, is to try and make things better for, for people here in Africa and at the same time also then, of course, meeting your, your profit motives, but not at the exclusion of society and the environment. And, and, you know, to what extent have we embraced the fact that some technological advances are only suitable for our market and are not necessarily going to be traveling across uh, seas because they, they're best suited here and only here? Mpesa is one example, for instance. Absolutely. I think, you know, there really needs to be a recognition about, and we feel very strongly about this, African solutions to Mm. African problems. Mm. You know, we have what we like to call uh, wicked problems here in terms of, and those are well known amongst all of us, you know, everything from education to health to food security. And I think we, we need to become much more focused on locally grown and adopted solutions as opposed to always thinking that, you know, a foreign startup will be able to do a better job 
in our on our own continent than us. And I really think that also speaks to things around, you know, confidence as 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 African entrepreneurs. So, I mean, what what needs to happen to to accelerate the growth to to just maybe make us the central hub of technology and innovation? Well, Silela, in my opinion, it's already busy happening. Mm. Um, people would say that uh, that sounds like a dream, and I say dream away. <laughs> if if you look at um, you know what is happening on the continent, there's there's a global recognition that Africa is the next big thing, and I I actually say Africa is not the next big thing. Um, it is the big thing mm-hmm. that's busy coming. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing it across the continent. I don't think it's not happening, and I do think it will happen. Um, but how can we accelerate it? Yeah. It's about things like, you know, doing interviews like this today where you're speaking about the startup ecosystem. How can we support entrepreneurs? It's what we like to call amplify. So telling the stories of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. What happens often also is if there are unicorn companies that come out of certain regions, mm-hmm. it attracts a lot of focus and attention from also the global community. And, you know, we're starting to see that more and more now in Africa. So unicorn companies are companies with a market valuation of a billion plus dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen a couple of those now in the fintech space recently, mm-hmm. also in the past um, past two years, I'd say. And I'd say, watch the space. We're going to see more and more of those coming. There's a voice note for you, uh, Dr. Ruth. Let's just take a listen. Great. Hi, good afternoon, Pimelo and the SAFM listeners. Maybe just to uh, add a different spin on it, uh, I I think maybe the African leaders and wealthy businessmen um, are the ones that are not reinvesting or funding uh, early stage guys uh, on on the startups and that. Whereas in the states, obviously they do have a larger a larger pool of of you know wealthy people, but those guys are more inclined to 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 put money into a tag based type of, of, of business whereas I think in Africa it's not a lot of wealthy elderlies that are willing to to put money back in and uh, as Tim McGuire once said uh, South Africa is um, corporate uh, friendly it's more pro corporate so why why would a corporate want to put uh, money in a startup uh, just to put it out there. Dr. Roth, your response to that? Sure. Look, I think there are, as always, many perspectives on, you know, the same issue here. Mm. I think there is, though, a a national and continental recognition that we really need to reinvest back into our own as opposed to, you know, offshoring our startups to other regions of the world where we then really lose out on the benefit of having that intellectual property, mm. um, you know, on our continent. Mm. But to to the listener that left that voice, no, thank you for that commentary. I mean, I certainly don't disagree that there is more that can be done mm. in terms of, of, you know, high-profile business leaders and also the government. But what I can tell you, and something very exciting that's busy happening in South Africa at the moment, and Silicon Cape is part of this collective, is there's a collective that is driving the ultimate implementation of what is called the SA Startup Act. And this act is really all about supporting the startup ecosystem in the country and to make South Africa um, one of the leading African um, countries in terms of if its startup ecosystem and the support that it provides to startup and how attractive it is for startups to come and do business here. Well, that's excellent news. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it, Dr. Sumari Root, who's a Silicon Cape core chairperson.
Thank you, Pamela. Thanks for the support. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you.